In one word, what does craft mean to you? Integrity. Hard work. Imagination. Exploration. Ingenuity. Flexibility. Dedication. I'm Thomas Fox from Creative Mornings Cleveland. We're thrilled to have the Front Porch Media Network on board as our official podcast partner. Front Porch is Cleveland's premier podcast and radio network committed to producing and delivering the best original content and engaging shows. Right now, you're listening to Wake Up Call, their newest podcast, recorded and produced on location as part of Creative Mornings Cleveland's monthly lecture series. Enjoy. Good morning, everybody. I'm your host, David Allen Moss of the Front Porch Media Network and Moss Media. Thank you for joining us for Wake Up Call at Creative Mornings Cleveland. Wake Up Call is like your first cup of coffee. It's your opportunity to connect with the local creative community, talk shop, and explore themes inspired by today's breakfast lecture. It's here we invite attendees of the lecture series to join us for coffee and conversation, full of -of out-of-the-box thinking to spark your imagination. For our sixth episode of Wake Up Call, we're exploring the theme of craft. We'll be joined by Creative Mornings attendees, Sandy Miller, Maria Sharp, JJ Lindell, and guest speaker, Jill Vetta. Hi, Sandy. Good Welcome morning. Welcome to Wake Up Good Call <laughs> Cleveland here at Creative Mornings. On this beautiful Friday morning in June, we wait a long time for a day like this. This is it. So uh, today's theme is craft. So can you tell us a little bit about your craft? I'm a ceramic artist, a potter, and uh, so I am really excited for this morning's lecture because I make dishes. And I'd love to see more chefs use handmade dishes from local artists. Wow, that's wonderful. How long have you been in that line of creative? 35 years. So let's talk. That's that's quite some time. Do you have any chefs that currently use any of your work? No, I just completed, though, a handmade set of 12 for an individual. And um, it was so much fun to work with someone. And you take into consideration what they're preparing, how they're going to serve it on the table, and to sit down and work with someone and listen to their idea of what food is and how they eat and how they consume individually, family, Mm. where will these dishes be be destined? And because I've been making pots so long, and I used to sell at the Clifton Arts Festival, I've had people call me and say, I broke my mom's favorite mashed potato bowl. Can you make another one? Oh, wow. So to know that, and that's what craft is for me, is... Connection? It's a huge connection, yeah. Mind, hands. And you you get a, a lot of a reward knowing you're, what you're giving to these people, what you're putting out in the world, people are becoming, uh, they're, they're making memories through your craft. Yeah, even, even at a, something like this, I was at a Christmas market in Germany, and I was so excited that they had hand-thrown mugs, and you could walk up to the vendor and pay $20 and get a mug of hot cider, and you could return the mug and get $15 back, or you could keep it. Wow. And it keeps 
the food people in business. It keeps the, the potters in business. It's, it's a sustainable win-win for everybody. So talk about your craft a little bit. What does it take to, to have skill in that craft? You're <laughs> I'm a thrower. Um, okay. There are a lot of hand builders. There are a lot of us in Cleveland. We have the Northern Ohio Clay Group, and we all work with the same clay differently. We all work at different temperatures and we all do it differently. So you find your way and it's your voice. And I happen to really like chemistry. So Mm. I do glaze development. Is it food safe? Does it belong on a piece of, will it stand up to vinegars and acidic foods? Wow. Yeah. I was going to say there's a lot of chemistry involved in cooking. You know, there's whole masters and doctorates in the, in the chemistry of food. And you're thinking about the chemistry of how your craft responds to, to the food. acidities. Yeah, wow. and I'm a canner. I'm a home preservationist, so I'm a huge gardener. And so, so this blows you away. I, yeah. I, I'm a gardener as well, and I'm just like, oh, I'm this. I'll just stay here, send for my things. <laughs> yes. So this rings all the bells. This program rings all the bells. We need to have you on every episode. <laughs> it's so great to meet you. So and I have am, you here on on the wake-up call. I almost forgot the name you. of our show, kids. Sometimes <laughs> it's truly a wake-up call. <laughs> thank uh, you so much. Thanks for asking me. Maria, I'm David Allen Moss, and I'm the host of Wake Up Call. Tell us a little bit about your craft. Uh, I'm a photographer, actually. Ooh. So, to talk about what got you into that craft, talk about what, what makes you, what drives you, what keeps you excited about that. So, I actually started taking photos in high school, okay. and then studied uh, photojournalism in college, and mm. now I do mostly weddings. Okay. Um, but my favorite thing about my job is uh, working with people mm-hmm. and just hearing their stories and, you know, telling them. So working with the people, that keeps you inspired. For sure. Talk about what it takes to be skilled at your craft. I do some photography. Tell me about your skills, though. How do you keep sharp with that? I mean, just keep shooting. Yeah. You know, staying you know up to date with the latest trends, but also not making it too trendy and keeping it classical so that, you know, 20 years from now when they're looking at their wedding photos, they're not like, what is this weird filter on this photo? So let's pretend you're the guest speaker today. Well, you kind of are. Here you are. This is your pulpit. You've got your speech already. What do you share with the crowd about craft? How do you get them inspired? Probably just like go out in your neighborhood and get to know your community because, you know, they're the people that make up the city and so that connection with community you think that's the key 100 percent, yes awesome thanks for joining us yeah thank you jj welcome to uh wake up call creative mornings cleveland what'd you think of that inspirational message out there in the courtyard. I thought it was great. I I think the thing that I was most interested is that she started from such a different place from where she ended up. And it seemed like she took a very non-traditional route. And it's interesting to see the way that people make their craft work and sort of find it in that strange way when you start 
as a traditional fine artist, but now she's running her own restaurant. Right. And she seems so happy yeah. <laughs> and so good at it. Totally. Tell us about what you do. What, what's your craft? I am an illustrator and a graphic designer. I run an art studio out of Lakewood, J.J. Lendl Art Studio. I mostly work with studios doing art for TV shows and movies. I'm also a cover artist for IDW Comics, currently working on the X-Files. Well, we need your card. Okay. <laughs> I've got one. Like right now. <laughs> Please pause the tape. <laughs> I'll throw one on the table as we talk. We haven't talked about this, but craft pertains to tools. Tell us about your favorite tool for your craft. My favorite tool right now, and this changes, is that my uh, Wacom tablet at home that I use, which uh, I I do a lot of my stuff digitally now uh, just because of the nature of my work and the deadlines. If I need to make edits, I can easily make an edit to a digital piece of artwork more than I can a traditional piece of artwork. So I love using that tool because it can replicate the traditional pad and pen that I grew up using, but I can have so many more tools at my disposal using software. Was there ever a time you weren't sure about your craft? You weren't sure about, you know, your passion and whether or not to pursue it? Only every single time I ever make anything. Um, <laughs> you and me both. Right. right uh, <laughs> I feel like whenever I make a piece, it's at the same time, it's my, my newest piece is my most favorite piece, and it's also my least favorite piece yep. because you're just constantly questioning. I'm very fortunate because when I make something, often it gets right out into the world in front of a lot of eyes, mm-hmm. and so I get a lot of feedback, and it's great when you hear positive feedback. But then there's also negative feedback, and you just have to, a lot like the speaker today was saying, you know, you're going to have a lot of critics out there in the world when you have your stuff out there, and you have to learn to sort of just keep rolling and do what you're doing. And uh, I think uh, you can have some positive criticism as well, but you have to be true to, to your vision. My name's Jill. I'm a chef in Cleveland. Yep. Talk about the name. We didn't really talk about... Maybe you did, but I didn't hear my, you say... My name? Well... No, no I mean the name the of the name. restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. What it, it's... So it, it kind of grew out of nowhere, really. I, I wanted something that was one syllable because I believe that, that it sticks in people's heads better, like as opposed to a long, drawn-out name. And so I started thinking about the one-syllable restaurants that are around us right now, like Spice and Toast and... Right. I was just sitting on my couch one day with my dog and it, salt just popped into my brain. And I'm like, how, like, how could I not have thought of this sooner? It's like, it's so, it, it's so simple, but it speaks volumes because of the history of salt. Of course, it's a seasoning that, I mean, whatever. A salt to the earth, every living thing needs salt. So it just kind of grew out of, out of that space. And that's why we have uh, we have a plus after the name as well, which is we always say the plus is silent. And there's this long explanation of that on our website. But it was basically speaking to the fact that salt's more than just a seasoning. You know, it's 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 so much more. It's 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 a biological need. It's the history of salt is so rich, and so we kind of wanted to wanted to speak to that. It sounds like that the name is so you know it's embedded in everything you do, and it just created this great basis for your craft for having this restaurant absolutely talk a little bit about maybe a time when you weren't sure you know we we, we like to talk about that for the creatives (laughs) in the audience because we're (laughs) yeah that seems to be the answer 
I feel like I feel like a true artist is like always unsure. You know, I don't. I think that you have to be your own critic in in order to become better. And I think that you know that always kind of like makes you doubt yourself a little bit when you're because I'm the hardest on myself. I, I you know the people around me aren't, and you can you can dog a dish of mine or my process all you want, but like. I'm the hardest on myself, and I think that that you know that it can push your confidence. But I think I think that self doubt is a it's a huge motivator to become better and and work you know stronger. It's interesting. A lot of the people we talked to today, somehow we touch on, and I think you touched on this universals. Like I'm a chef, but there's the design. There's things like plating. There's things like presentation, and and there's also the flow. Yeah, it's sort of interdisciplinary. I think people think you're a chef. No, you're also a marketer and you're also an artist and you're also a designer. And right. Right. Can (laughs) you talk a little about that? You have to, you have to kind of be the, the, the jack of all trades or, you know, the Jill of all trades as it is. And, um, (laughs) and you have that creative flow and it comes from all, you know, all these universals because you are, yes, you have a creative vision, but you, but I think as an artist, because I still consider myself an artist, and I think every artist has that same thing where, yeah, they have to have a canvas first, or they have to have an idea first, really, and then they have to have the canvas to put it on, and then they have to have the tools to put it on the canvas, and I think these are the universal things that bring all artists together, no matter what the medium they are using, and I think that's really important in this community, especially when you have, you have those box restaurants that you know, grind out food and it doesn't mean anything. But when you come to salt, it's a totally different experience. And it's, it's about, it's about that canvas. And it's about that, the medium that I use to put on that canvas, which I think speaks to more people, especially more creative people. Is that part of your mission is bringing people back out (laughs) into the light or as it pertains to food and the experience of, of food? Yeah, I, I, I've always just wanted to put out a good product, you know, and I think that there's a lot of people that don't know what good food is. And I want to I want to expose people to what good food is, and not necessarily to like put people out of business, but so they have better and higher expectations when they go out and spend their hard earned money on something that it should be it should, you know, at least meet their expectations, if not exceed them. So I think it's really important to like convey that, you know, in my food for sure. We have a lot of folks that come to this event and a lot of people listening and they're all at different places in their craft and their vision for where they can go with it. What words of inspiration do you maybe have for those folks? It's never over. I think that you're constantly growing, even if you're stuck in one place or working at a place that there's, there's something on the other side of that and just keep pushing through that space until your creative energy is met, you know, and you, that you're able to do what you want to do. We love having you on the show. Yeah, can't it's wait. Been great. I can't wait to get out to your restaurant. I yes. have to say, I'm a little embarrassed. I haven't been yet. It's okay. Even though we're in Lakewood. Oh, then yeah, you should be really, yeah, really bummed out. <laughs> we should be. Yeah. our heads in shame. Once the microphone's off, we'll have some words. <laughs> fascinating to gather ideas from so many people with different backgrounds and experiences on how craft permeates our daily lives. We like to wrap the show up with a quote for inspiration. Today's passage is from Ed Catmull, 
the president of Pixar and Walt Disney Animation Studios. Craft is what we are expected to know. Art is the unexpected use of our craft. Thanks for tuning in to Wake Up Call. Join us next month here at Creative Mornings Cleveland, where we'll be exploring the theme, Intention. But before we leave, I'd like to share with you some additional highlights from our Wake Up Call interviews. So if you were to craft anything in the world, just anything through craft, what would you make? I would make mugs and take them to the UN so we could sit down and have conversations and break bread and have a cup of coffee because I think people are more civil around a table than they are screaming at each other. I would craft this school orphanage in Bangladesh that's kind of in my brain and has been for a long time, yeah. On my street in Lakewood, one of my neighbors recently pulled down their old fence and built a new fence. And I was walking by over the couple of days when they were doing that, and I was like, I want to build a fence. I wish I could paint, but I can't paint at all, so I'll make music, so that's, that's what it would be. I would craft the most amazing coffee truck. A special thanks to executive producers Joan Andrews and Michael D'Aloya, producers Julie Fink and Bridget Coyne, audio engineer Eric Coltnow, and business development manager Connor Standish. We'd also like to thank 2Bob Crew for the use of their song, Rooster, available on iTunes. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps. You can learn more about this and other podcasts from The Front Porch People at thefrontporchpeople.com. And I'm your host, David Allen Moss. Thank you for listening to Wake Up Call, Ideas That Crow. This is comedian and writer, and let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dean Archipotis, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, yeah, right? And, yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? <laughs> the Bigfoot thing is people have seen these, and, and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Tripotis. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network. This podcast was produced with the support of the Ohio Motion Picture Tax Credit and in partnership with the Ohio Development Services Agency.